So, good morning, everyone. Good to be with you again. This is, uh, well, I don't know what this is anymore. <laughs> this is Building Your Church with Sean and Steve. Um, we are, again, hopping on together. This actually works out fine for us, Steve, because we, uh, we're not meeting in person anyway. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah, it works out fine. So it works out fine. It was interesting. Yesterday, I was on a, um, a participating in a panel call on a very large Facebook group in Africa. And, really? Yeah, and um, just to give a perspective on how we're dealing with things from an American American view, you know, from American perspective, there was a lady from South Africa on and, and a lady from Nigeria. So um, it was uh, just a sort of an informal, not an expert discussion, just a point of view discussion uh, to to the, to a very, it's a very large Facebook group. So it's interesting. So um, just coming from, from our point of view, where we are and what Africa might, may have to deal with in the future, et cetera. You know, so. That's true because most, most every nation is having to deal with this in some way or another. Uh, exactly. And, uh, you know, some, some are behind the curve, some are ahead of the curve. Some, right. some think they've got the curve, but um, we're not sure about that. But um, um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, so it's it's interesting time. We are hunkered down here at home, <laughs> all, um, all the whole family. Fortunately, it's a big farmhouse, so we don't get into each other's hair. And um, we hunkered down here for, uh, for however long we need to be. You know? so, hair. Let me see. Hair. Where is that? <laughs> uh, hair. <laughs> I, lost I lost that with technology, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So, yeah. Um, so it's just interesting that, that um, you know, for me, it's like, there's some weird Christian uh, conspiracies out there, man. I'm telling you, it's just like, this is really strange stuff. One of the things that I <clears throat> found out a lot of people saying is that uh, this is a judgment from God. And um, uh, they quote a lot of the Old Testament, the Old Covenant stuff, and, and how it's um, how if we would turn from our wicked ways, which is probably true, uh, you know, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. The... Um, the thing is, is that he already did that. Uh, when you look at, when, I guess that's the thing. If you read all the old covenant, even in the light of the new covenant, in the light of what Christ has already done, you begin to see things from a different perspective. It's not like you bunch of bozos, you've done it all wrong. Now I'm going to punish you, yeah. which is kind of the old covenant mentality. Um, you know, all these sicknesses and diseases come upon you because you're a bunch of perverts. And, um, but Christ already bore all that. He already took all that. So, so what's left to do then, you know, as far as, as far as that's concerned, um, in the new covenant, it isn't like you have to do anything anymore. I've already done it all. I swore by myself and there is none greater. Yeah. And all you do now is receive. And so there's just a whole, there's that whole mentality still of, uh, like the curse uh, uh, you know, the curse, generational curse thing, which is a big doctrine out there. 
uh, no, I'm not of the generation of my birth dad. I'm, I'm of the generation of Jesus Christ. There is no curse. Yeah. So, you know, when you begin to look at things like that in light of the new covenant, you, you begin to see things from a kingdom perspective is what, you know, oh, kingdom leadership equipping. I'll be. <laughs> so that's what this is. This is what this was all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that, people forget, sorry, that, that Galatians uh, 3.13 says that uh, um, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord. Right. Right. So if you want to know what the curses are, go to um, Deuteronomy 28. You know, it tells you what the curse is. And, and, uh, and we've been redeemed from that curse. So right. Right. As, as kingdom citizens, you know. Right. And from the law of sin and death. And from, well, that's all encapsulated in that is that. Right. Right. Sin and death, you know. And you see, the thing is, back in the old covenant, people did not understand the entity of the devil you know is that uh, they didn't have that doctrine they would say you know god put an evil spirit on them and and god right. killed them all and you know it's like um they but they didn't understand the the concept of of the evil hierarchy of satan's kingdom that was already established on the earth through right. through adam's treason and so um, they attributed everything to God. Now we've got these old covenant prophets running around in, in a new covenant, you know, in a new covenant with an old covenant mentality, prophesying right. old covenant um, sort of perspective into a new covenant realm, really. Right, right. Well, even when you think about uh, just the war that we have, uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness. Um, you know, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not fleshly, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds. The, um, the thing is, is we think we've got to go out and gain ground. We have to go out and take back. But actually it, doesn't really say that it, it says to stand and after having done all remain standing uh, if if satan comes to steal kill and destroy that mean you must already have it yeah exactly you must already be in that inheritance walking in that inheritance yeah. have that life and that more abundantly and satan's come to steal the word right he didn't come to steal your health he doesn't come to steal you know, anything else, he comes to steal the word first and foremost. And once he can get that, then he has your helmet of salvation because that is brought on by the word of God. He has your breastplate of righteousness. He has your shield of faith. He has your sword of the spirit. He has your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I mean, he's got all that stuff. He has the belt of truth. And now you're left naked and vulnerable because you don't have anything with which to stand anymore. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing that I've found myself more doing over the last few months is just helping to reestablish that foundational print, basically that foundational principle, which is faith toward God, repentance from dead works and faith toward God. That's yeah. the one I find myself going over and over and over again. Well, that's the truth. It's like um, leaving behind... Um, 
religious dead works and getting into life, getting right. into life. And, you know, this is something that I, I've been meditating on the past few days is that, um, first off, is that when you're talking about disease, sickness and disease, we're talking about a spirit. Right. That's the first thing we need to realize is, it, you know, yes, it attacks us physically, but it is a spirit. It's the right. law of the spirit of, of sin and death. Right. Um, as much as it is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Right. So we're dealing with a spirit. It's a, a law of, of a spirit that's out there. And the, the way to deal with it is in a spiritual way. And the spiritual way is through the word of God. The word of God is life. Right. And we need to pour that life into us. As we pour that life into us, um, uh, it's life to all our flesh. Health yeah. to all our flesh, life to us, and life to all health to all our flesh. Proverbs says, right. uh, it even says, says it's life to your navel." Yes, so you <laughs> to my navel, yeah. <laughs> so we need to pour that stuff in, you know, the word of God into us, realizing that, and you know, that we have our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with right. principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness. This we need to understand where it comes from. Um, that is the first, you know, when you, when you think it's coming from God, you can't take authority over it because your right. faith is, you won't, you can't work your faith against God. Right. So, so now what we do is we become passive Christians instead of becoming right. uh, taking dominion and authority over circumstances, over situations, over disease that we're supposed to do, uh, right. You know, it just in the light of, of all of that's going on in the earth, just remember is that um, this is a spiritual battle and we do have authority over it, you know. Is yeah. that, now, that doesn't mean we'd be stupid. Um, we, you know, and that's what I'm talking about. As I read these, I read some things that people are writing, Christians are writing and um, adhering to and sharing, right. etc. It's just ridiculous, you know. It's yeah. just such One of the big ones going around right now is about the time that John G. Lake was in Africa. They were having that big plague. And, um, you know, he, they just said, hey, you need to get out of here because, you know, you're going to catch the plague or at least spread it. And he says, no, if it even gets on my flesh, it's going to die. Uh, and they even did an experiment. And they put his hand under a microscope and put the, put the disease or that plague on his flesh. And the germ or the virus or the whatever it was shriveled up and died right there under the microscope. Now, people are quoting that saying, see, we don't have to fear this. No, you don't have to fear it. But were you walking in that before you got to this point? Do you have his revelation? That's the important thing. Yeah. And it's, it's, and I would even go further than that as far as, I mean, not that you didn't go far enough, by the way, but, uh, you know, as far as, it's the manifestation of the word through you. Yeah. He became manifested in me in yeah. this flesh. And so is, have you, was this stuff happening in you before you even got to this point? Because it was with John G. Lake. It was with a bunch of others. You know, these signs shall follow those who believe were these signs following you before you were walking in this time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, don't try, don't try to get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and just because you read somebody else has it, you know, doesn't mean you've got it. 
So it's like, it's like standing outside the bakery, looking through the window and you're looking at the beautiful fresh bread and going, wow, that's fresh bread. I, I bet I could eat it. I bet I could enjoy it. I bet it would be wonderful, you know? Yeah. But you're not in the shop. You're not eating it. And yeah. you know, is whereas somebody that's in the shop eating the bread is experiencing the bread and they uh, know what it tastes like. They've actually had firsthand experience on it. So yeah. I um, bet I could make that. Yes. And yeah. never have even baked anything. Exactly. Exactly. And it took me a, it t- you know, I bake bread now every day at home here in the farmhouse. And, is that uh, right? Yeah. Every day I bake bread. And, and um, so, uh, and it took me, it took me an, a number of times to experiment to get the uh, the the perfect bread out there now. So, so you really are loafing around the house. I was loafing from from end to end, day in day out. <laughs> I had to throw a few away, and a few came out as as um, as uh, like really really failures. But but I kept trying, and I didn't yeah. give up on it. So I figured out how to do it. I've got my perfect recipe going on and, and really so I, I make uh, so whether it's in a bread machine or or handmade i make great bread day in day out you know wow. now still, i still have moments when it you know doesn't work out too good but i generally don't have a problem you know now it's we eat uh, uh, and i can't make it fast enough everybody just eats my bread before i have a chance to get it out the oven so um, but that's the point. The point is, is that, uh, you know, it's like everybody's quoting Psalm 91, but you know, it's, right. it's, not, it's not like a pull that you take suddenly and then now you're all fixed up, you know, is it the Bible and um, Proverbs talks about that. It's uh, must not depart from your eyes, you know, right. That, right. That you must be inclined, incline your ear to it, uh, you know, place it before your eyes, keep it in the midst of your heart. But then, it'll be uh, life to those that find it and health to all their flesh. Right. Yeah. We had something happen uh, a few years ago <clears throat> where I had some blood clots go through my lungs and it collapsed both my lungs. And I had a really rough time getting my breath at all. And I was just laying on the couch uh, most days because I couldn't really do anything. And, and I got a call from Connie, uh, my wife, and she said, um, I'm coming home from work. And she'd been crying. And I said, uh, Oh, that's fine. You know, come on home. And so she came home and, and she, as she walked in the door, she said, what the Lord told me was Satan has come to steal the word, not just from you and me, but from our family, from our kids and our children's children you know, look, grandpa believed and look what happened to him. She said, I'm here right now to agree with you. I may not agree with everything that you believe down to the detail, but I'm here to agree with you on this. And so we agreed And the next morning I woke up and my lungs were reinflated and fine. But a lot of times, you know, if you're not, some of these things are forged in you in the heat of battle. It's not you don't wait till you get into the battle to try to believe something. That's right. Uh, it's a matter of uh, drawing on the well that's already in there. And so it's, it's a good time to start. I heard one guy say one time, if you want to believe for some other disease or sickness, at least start believing for the wart on your finger. You know, <laughs> believe that that's gone, that's that's you right. know, or, or the headache or the whatever it is that you're dealing with. Um, okay. 
don't wait till it becomes a, a big issue before you start speaking to the mountain. That's you know, right. speak to the, speak to the little molehill now. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, because it, there's going to come a time when you're going to need that and be, need to speak to the mountain and really not, you're going to doubt in your heart. And yeah. it says, if you doubt in your heart, you, you need not even expect to get anything. That exactly. You'll be unstable. Or right. Double-minded. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that is the truth. Uh, you know, that's the thing. However, I want to say this is that um, it's not, it's not impossible uh, right now. Right. You know? Right. It's like they, they're saying, okay, you know, um, we, the, the last war had to be fought on the beaches and on the bulkheads and, um, you know, from, from the skies, etc. And now we, we're fighting a war from the, from our right. living room couch. You know, we can do this. Right. But let me say this is, yeah, you're not a lost cause just because it's you not a lost done cause. This. And we, you've got the time to, to in fact inoculate yourself against, um, the any you know that no evil shall befall us neither shall any plague come near our dwelling you know you've got right. time to do this is i take time to meditate in the word regarding healing take right. time to meditate you know regarding your authority now's the time i mean for me so i do this all the time steve i listen yeah. to scripture i listen to teaching all the time and right. uh, and audiobooks you know E.W. Kenyon um, audiobooks, man. I'm telling you, I love that stuff. I've been oh, reading yeah. it for, for 40 years and I'm still reading it, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah Jesus now, the Healer is one of my favorites. Oh, man, Jesus the Healer. I love it, you know? So, yeah. and that's what I put that on all night, you know? I stick my yeah. stuff in and I'm listening all the time. In the mornings, I wake up to, um, I go onto YouTube and there's um, a healing confessions. It's just like a whole lot of healing scriptures for for an hour and I put right. that on first thing in the morning and I just listen to healing scriptures for every morning. And right. because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, you know, so right. um, it's like not to take it, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I stay away from all the, the wacky stuff, get to the reality of the word right. and, and, uh, and keep educating my spirit, keep right. my spirit. Well, it's so. the same thing that you, you're in right now with the, the microgreens and stuff like that that you're doing um the word of god is called a seed <laughs> yeah if you want a different crop in your life well plant a different seed exactly plant that seed if you want uh prosperity if you want i mean it's not it's not like pulling the lever on a slot machine you know after i put in a few coins this is actually the seed this is this is the seed that's going to produce that crop what yeah. does God believe about my life? What does he believe about healing? What does he believe? And he really believes, in fact, it says it pleased him to put all of our sicknesses and disease upon Jesus Christ. It pleased right. him to do that. Wow. So uh, when you think about that type of thing, you're going, well, what am I doing bearing it to then if Christ already bore it? Exactly. So there's no reason for both of us to bear it. And this is a temple of the Most High God. If this truly is a temple, Satan has come to set himself up as God in this temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Well, see, you can't do anything about it. I can come in here and do anything I want in this temple, and you can't do anything about it. No, you can't. <laughs> exactly. You know? and no, you um, won't. 
God. Yeah, and no, you won't. Yeah, because this is a temple of the Most High God. He alone rules and reigns supreme. He alone is Lord, which means the only one with the right of decision. Yeah. You can't come in here and set yourself up as God in this temple of God and try to show yourself that you're God. I mean, you just can't do that. You can't do so that. Exactly anyway, right. it's just one of those things that the same type of thing with, uh, and is it too late? No, it's not too late. Uh, well, I've never believed this before. So what? Start now. Yeah. Because the scripture isn't about a, a performance, a list of performances. It's about, it shows who Christ is. It says all of this is written about who he is. It's a, right. it's a testimony of him. If that's the case, it's a testimony of who he is in you. Yeah. It's a testimony of who you are. Yeah, exactly. So when he starts saying about um, anything about the Messiah, well, it's the Messiah in me, the hope of glory. It's not... <clears throat> it's not I have to try to attain this stuff. This is who he believes I really am. And I'm walking the earth with this stuff. So um, once we begin to see that, like it says in, in uh, Corinthians, it says, beholding as it were in the mirror, the glory of the Lord, I'm changed into that same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. All I'm doing is looking in the mirror and I'm seeing the glory. I'm not seeing the glory back here somewhere. I'm seeing it right here. This, that's where the glory is, and that's what he believes. And as I believe what he believes, I, it says I'm changed into that same image from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. And all I did was, be, all I did was believe what he believes. Yeah, exactly. And that comes back to the simplicity that's in Christ. Just believe what he's believing. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's it. I mean, believe what, what, he, what he said, what, what he said is... His words are uttering his his faith regarding right. us, really. Right. What he That's believes true. about us is what That's he's true. declared about us, you know. Right. And so when he when he says all authority is given to me in heaven and earth, um, go you therefore, yeah. you know, is like uh, that's he absolutely believes that. In fact, he he's become the the high priest and guarantee of that to take place. Yeah, of our profession. Yeah, so so that's that's the whole <laughs> that's the whole thing is like he, he he not only obtained it for us, gave it to us, but he's seated in a place to ensure it is backed up with all of the kingdom of heaven's authority and power right. to make it actually happen. Yeah. So you know we we are not left powerless. The, our problem is is that we we believe we, we are powerless. Yes. In fact, we live with this, we live in the, still in the dead works mentality, you know, and right. it's like, we need to try and obtain it. We haven't got it. And, uh, and oh gosh, the guys are saying, this is God telling us that God's punishing all of us. So, right. You know, if God is, if God is trying, gave me a sickness or disease to try to teach me something, which I've heard lots, you know, he gave me this to teach me something then don't take the medication. Don't try to get better. Don't go to the doctor because you're going against the will of God for your life. I mean, doesn't that sound stupid? It I mean, sounds absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, to say it that way. But yet, that's basically what you're saying is God gave this to me so that he can teach me something. Well, then sit there and be taught. Don't don't try to get get rid of it. <laughs> I mean... Not that, not that we're saying... 
do that no. here. No, but no. Because it's, no. It's, that, that is just the ridiculous, the ridiculous sassity of it. Um, <laughs> Boy, that's a nice word. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. Ridiculous sassity. Yeah. So, you know, by, by, if we do not take responsibility for, for any kind of medical advice here. So we're not saying don't go to hospital, don't go to your doctor, no, don't no. take your medication. No, but, I'm not saying and, that. Um, but what we're saying is, is that you're saying you're being tested by God, then, you know, then you're working against God if you do. So right. yes. you do go That's to hospital, better way to put you it. do take medicine, you do go to the doctor, which means that just reveals it is the will of God to heal you. And yeah. you want to be healed. So God is not get, trying to get you. You know, he's not yeah. out to get you. We, <clears throat> yeah, somebody asked me one time, they said, well, you're against, well, they told me, they said, you're against doctors. I said, no, not at all. You're against hospitals. No, not at all. It's just, if that's, if you truly believe I need to go to the doctor right now and I know that I will get better, then you'd better go yeah. because honestly, that's where your faith is right now. And it's not, it's no condemnation. It's no, there's no judgment there. It's just, if you truly believe that in your heart, then you better go where your faith is. You better do what you know to do uh, in your heart. Um, because to transgress that, to just say, no, I'm hanging it out here in faith. You know, I'm going to continue in faith. No, you're not in faith <laughs> at that point. Uh, your faith is, your faith really is, if I go to the doctor, I will get better. That's where your faith is. So go with, go with where your faith's at at this point. Don't, exactly. And in the meantime, get the word in there. Get what he believes about it to where your mind is lined up with the, what the word of God believes or what he believes. Uh, and that's why it says that uh, he, is the, he is the high priest and... Um, Apostle and high priest. Yeah, apostle and high priest of our profession. The word profession, as you know, is homologio. Homo meaning the same as logia is the same as logos, which is it's not the written word. It's not it doesn't mean just to speak. It means the very thought, intent, purpose, and motive behind what is spoken. It's the it's the idea behind the discourse. So if if I speak the same thing as the very thought, intent, purpose, and motive of God. In other words, his heart behind it. It says he's the apostle and high priest of that. That's what he was sent for. Yeah. And it says that confession is made unto salvation, homologio. Right. So to confess what he believes, to confess what's in his heart, when he spoke at the very beginning, I will have whatever I say because I'm speaking what he's speaking. Yeah. But it, it comes down to a place where you do not doubt in your heart anymore. And we could, could we stand up and speak to this mountain? Uh, yes, we really could. What stops us from doing that? Yeah. Probably that little bit of tinge of doubt in the back of our mind saying, like you said earlier, I'm not strong enough. I don't have enough faith. I don't, wh whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just not there yet. Um, you know, wh whatever our thought and reasoning is, um, it's the enemy has slickingly, slickingly, slick slyfully <laughs> come in and and has stolen that that very essence or the power of the word from us yeah. to where we don't really believe in the power of that anymore 
Exactly. <clears throat> and the thing about it is, is that we are, we, we have this dominion, we have this authority, God has redeemed us, restored it back to us. We need to take the authority again. We need to stand up and right. begin to, but we, when we, we need to first recognize the enemy and the enemy is not a physical thing. It's a spirit. Right. And there's a spirit that's trying to invade the world, trying to destroy everything um, that's in the world. And we need to stand up and take authority. That's what kingdom citizens do. That's what sons of the kingdom do. They take dominion. It doesn't right. mean we're stupid, but you know, it's, I go get out here and I walk around the field and I just began to declare to the heavens, you know, yeah. and I mean, not in heaven, but the, the atmospheric situation is that you will not touch our community. You will not touch my family. You will right. not because this thing, you are a spirit. I recognize you and I take authority over you because I have dominion. Jesus said, Whosoever, um, not whosoever, he said that whatsoever uh, you demand in my name, I right. will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And so we need to stand on that. You see, and again, it's like you can't be wimpish about it and come up with, oh, that's like a nice idea. Let me try that out. Yeah, ask yeah, yeah. seven sons of Skiva. They tried it out, you know. Um, <laughs> it's just like you can't try this out. You've got to... Right. Um, Kenneth Hagin always used to say, you, you know, you, when you know that you know that you know that you know that you know, is that that's right. when it works, you know, is this like, you've got to get the knower going on the inside of you. You've got to get this to the point that you say, and then you may even have a bit of trepidation when you step, step out at first and go, well, devil, you know, it's, uh, it's just, you can't address a spirit um, timidly. You're a yeah. king's, you're in the king's authority. You, you're representing a real kingdom. This is not play, play, dead work, church stuff. Churchy, right. churchy. We're not playing churchy, churchy. Like housey, housey, you know. Um, is they have tea with no, cups with no tea in it. We've got to, you've got to stand up, get courageous, get bold, understand that all of the kingdom of heaven is behind you. All of the government of God is behind you. All of his judiciary all of his governmental authority, the 24 elders, their crowns, their, the, the beasts, their, the, the creatures, their whole bang, doodle, bang, shoot, everything is backing you up. You know, it's like when you stand out there as a son of the kingdom of God, you're a son of the king. And when you stand out there and declare in Jesus' name, right. You know, this is not playing games about no. anything, you know. It's That's the thing in Daniel, too, when it says, you know, finally, Michael, or whoever it was, I think it was Michael, came when Daniel had been praying, and it was like 21 days later, he came and appeared to him, and he says, whew, I've come for your words. And he thought, man, I did that 21 days ago. Yeah, but I came for your words. Yeah. I mean, that's what I came for. I, you spoke something 21 days ago. I'm here now, but I had to battle through the King of Persia and all these other guys to, just to get here, but I've come for your words. Right. And a lot of times we just, we take that so for granted that our words are just something we just speak out there into the air that it doesn't do any effect, but it really does. It really does. Yeah. Exactly. And like you said, there's a spirit that's involved in all this stuff that wants to uh, diminish the word. It, it's amazing too, because most, most spirits, most of these 
diseases or sicknesses, it's almost like they have a little buddy that comes along with them called fear. Yeah, exactly. And I've not given you the spirit of fear. Yeah. He calls fear a spirit. It's not just an emotional feeling. Right. So, you know, how do you deal with the spirit? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do with it? So, you know, you don't just sit there and play with it, like it says in Job. Are you going to toy with this sling like a little bird in a cage? Are you going to, you know, put it on your finger and hope that you cut a covenant with it? You know, what What are you doing with this thing? That's exactly right. So Exactly right. And so, you know, it, it, to fight a spirit, you, you have to fight with spirit. You can't fight physical with spirit. No. And so, you know, we thank God for what's, what you know, our scientists and our medical experts and, and the governments are doing around the world to fight this thing. But there is this element where we've got to rise up and begin to take authority and, and have dominion. We have take charge. I love right. the, the, the message Bible for, of, of Genesis chapter one says, take charge, you know, is this like, and that's what we need to do. We need to begin to take charge spiritually in the spirit because you, right. you can only fight and the word of God is spirit. That's the thing, right. you know, is like take the word of God and deal spirit to spirit. If we don't deal with that um, accordingly, then we just subject to whatever goes on physically in the world, you know? So, right. Um, that, that scripture in Job that I was just kind of quoting that whole passage where finally God speaks. I mean, you know, all of Job's comforters and friends and stuff like that have spoken. Finally, God says, all right. <laughs> You know, he kind of chimes in and says, all right, well, you know, were you there at the beginning when I formed all this? Were you there when, you know, I did all this stuff and spoke these things into existence? Uh, can you even save yourself? Uh, can you even, can you even speak to this, this behemoth, this dragon, this serpent, um, this beast that has come up against you right now? This thing was formed with you in the beginning in the beginning uh, this thing was formed at the same time you were and here you're going to try to take this thing out by just toying with it hmm. he says the only thing can take this thing down is the sword of the one who made him right isn't that wild the yeah. only thing can take this thing down is the sword of the one who made him wow so it says um um, acknowledge him. Um, remember the battle and do no more. So it actually says, set your hand to him, but it means acknowledge. Acknowledge that he's there. Yeah, I recognize you. So I set my hand to you. I remember the battle, and I thought about that the first time I read that. I thought, well, what battle had already taken? Nothing had taken place at that point. Right that I know of, but yet Satan, I saw Satan cast down like lightning <laughs> from the heavens. So um, that must've been part of the battle. I don't know, but I know this is that Jesus Christ did a battle. I can remember that battle and then take, take the battle to this thing from the point of rest. I've already won. Jesus Christ already won. So now I can position myself. I can speak to this thing. Uh, the sword of the one who made him, I can take that thing up and say, look, I recognize that you're here, but, you know, I remember the battle already. And I can just rest now. 
I can come at you. I can come at this battle from a point of rest. I don't have to sit here and shout, froth at the mouth and scream to try to get you out. I, it says that Jesus Christ spoke as one having authority. It didn't say he spoke with authority, which there's a, we think of speaking with authority as somebody who speaks firmly and speaks what, no, he spoke as though he believed he already had authority. That was what amazed people was, right. you know, he didn't have to shout and scream and demand. Right. You know, it's like, you better respect me, you know, because that's, that's what the teachers of the law would do. Right. They would walk along the street and demand people would listen. He, right. he just taught as one who had an absolute confidence in his authority already. Right. So um, not from a position. And that's what we've of, lost. And that's, that's what we've lost. Yeah. It's, We've lost that kingdom. That, and that's the thing is, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. <laughs> we need to get our mindset back to the fact that we represent a kingdom, not, a, right. not a church, not a religion, but the kingdom. And, right. uh, and a kingdom, which is the king of kings ruling a kingdom of kings. Right. Um, unfortunately, we're a, king, a kingdom of ignorant kings. We just <laughs> have no idea what we're doing, you know. So, yeah, good one, Steve. Thanks very much. So, you know, just be encouraged wherever you are in the world right now. Um, I know we have people from all over, all over Africa, all over Europe, all over um, America and various other places in the world as part of this group. All over uh, Texas. uh, And then some (laughs) in Texas as well. Here's Texas all over the world, um, including the the place of Texas. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, and then America and Texas. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we just want to encourage you as, as whatever's going on right now, wherever you are. Um, I know in number of nations, things are shutting down rapidly, which probably coming here too soon. Um, just a lockdown of everybody in their homes. Uh, be encouraged. Stay, stay focused on, on uh, the kingship and the lordship of Jesus Christ. Spend time in the Word. Build your relationships. Listen to the listen to the advice that the government is giving you. The Bible says, "Honor your those in in um, in leadership in government. Submit to them. So do what they tell you to do. They're doing the best they can under very uh, trying, different, new circumstances. We've never faced anything like this ever in the world. I think the Israelites faced it, but they had." no clue what was going on, but we're facing something that's unprecedented in the world. Um, to my African brothers, it's still coming that way. It's begun us watching day after day, increasing. Be encouraged to, to listen and do what they tell you to do. Uh, don't listen to conspiracy theories. Don't read Facebook posts about this. It's <laughs> just opinions. It's funny. Steve is posting stuff that's funny. Um, uh, and I read a lot of funny stuff. That's good, but we don't take the advice. I read somewhere that they said, you drink loads of water, the virus washes away. No. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, no, you know, but at the same time, it is a spirit, deal with it spiritually. But be encouraged wherever you are. To our brothers in Italy, bless your hearts. We, we just want to encourage you there in the midst of all of that. And, and then other places, France, etc. The places in the world, everywhere it's going on, everywhere. So, be encouraged. We 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 trust with you um, for you for your family. We declare right now 
God's um, protection over your life. But you, remember this, you have authority. Right. Take authority, take your dominion, and right. declare that that thing will not come near you in Jesus' right. name, will not come near your family. That's right. Rebuke it into in, in your community. Tell it it will not infect your community. Yeah. Um, halt its move where you are in your nation. Right. Halt its, its advance. It is a spirit. You can command it. And if we begin to join, I mean, it's like we're trying to get millions of people on a prayer meeting, hopefully convincing God that he's got to stop this thing. It doesn't work like that. What we've got to do is get unified in our faith all, and stand up and declare that this thing, we call you nothing in Jesus' name. We render your works ineffective That's at right. this time. That's right. And we, we set the standard of the blood of Jesus against you because the blood is what re, uh, redeemed us from the curse of the law. This is a curse, a spiritual curse that's coming on the earth, and we resist it right that's now right. in Jesus' name. That's Amen. right. I agree. All right. Praise God. Steve, thank you very much for being thank with us you. again. And have a super weekend. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. All right. All the best. Thank <laughs> you.